When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host Cody Schultz. We've got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about a lot of our favorite shows, Outer Banks, Stranger Things, Bridgerton, Virgin River, Riverdale, and more. But first we've got some bad news, not so good news. Today is going to be my uh, last official episode of the Netflix Life podcast. Um, it's been so much do, uh, like fun doing this for a little more than a year, over a hundred episodes. Cody, I'm going to miss it. Um, yeah, bittersweet. I think. Yeah, bittersweet. I feel like is the best and simplest way to say it. <laughs> it's definitely been so much fun hosting uh, the podcast these last couple of months and well over a year now. Um, and like you said, you know, we hit that hundred. Mi- 100 episode mile marker at the beginning of the year, which I know was so fun and had a good time just kind of celebrating hitting that 100 episodes, which is always a big milestone to achieve. And uh, it, it won't be the same without you, but we will try to carry on and let the legacy live on and have fun. Talking about Outer Banks at least once every episode is like the thing we have to keep doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah, please, please don't let Outer Banks die. That's all. We need to keep this <laughs> The, keep the drum beating for the Outer Banks fandom while we wait for who knows how long. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it coming up because we at least have another season. Um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about first? We've got, like I said, we've got all of our favorites here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like let's go with the a throwback, which is Riverdale, which is funny. It's I think back like some of the first episodes like that was it was every episode Outer Banks Riverdale plug. Yeah. And uh, and then with Riverdale, like the season just got so sporadic, like how they were airing the episodes. Uh, and that's kind of the news we're at right now because the mid-season premiere has been delayed until March 20th, which is two weeks later than originally planned. Um, it's due to pandemic-related delays, not because of the uh, anything connected to Riverdale, but because the CW is home to the Critics' Choice Awards. And those were meant to air in January, but now they're airing March 13th. So they just kind of slid Riverdale's return back a few weeks to make room for that. I'm kind of disappointed. I, I think this is like, we've already been on a long hiatus because we had the five episode like little arc thing, like the standalone at the beginning mm-hmm. of the, um, you know, the season back in October, uh, November it was. And now we're waiting even further out because that also means like we could be looking at a little bit of delay of like when the season will finally drop on Netflix. Yeah, I feel like that anytime we talk about Riverdale now, it's just like, when did it get delayed to is like <laughs> the big thing. Because it's like, I mean, we've seen, I guess we've seen quite a few episodes, but between like this time last year when the season premiered and then we got like, you know, I think 10 episodes ish until like March 30th or 31st is, I can't remember if March 31st is an actual day, but anyway, uh <laughs> I think, and then we had to wait until August, right, for it to come back, and then we got, like, the double, like, double dip. We got the end of season five, beginning of season six, before the end of the year, and then now it's been a month-ish since they, uh, 
I think it's been over a month now that they've been off the air, and now we have to wait, you know, almost two more full months. So, just like, I don't know. The show, it's tough because it's like everything that's happened has been like almost completely outside of Riverdale's control, and the CW is like, done what they can to like allow for all of the breaks but it's just kind of a bummer i feel like it's like kind of lost a lot of momentum that the show had built up i feel like that's true about a lot of shows but in particular riverdale which had like that huge change um last year which was i don't know how if it worked well i think it did but it's just like when when now will this hit hit netflix and it's like i think we have like is this a shortened season? I can't remember how much they de- how many episodes they decided on. I know. I think that's like the big mystery is because when the CW like started picking things up for this year, they like kept assuring fans like it'll be your more traditional season. Like we're not doing short stuff, but they haven't like said like what exactly are you meaning by <laughs> traditional? Like is that going to be twenty two episode seasons, which I think has been pretty norm for like CW shows, um, or is it going to be like another shorter season? I think season five was nineteen episodes. So it's just one of those weird things. But I do agree, like you said, like kind of losing a little bit of that momentum with the weird scheduling. Because, um, yeah, I mean, looking back, season five started in January 2021. We had a few episodes kind of air through like March, maybe. I think, yeah, I think it was March. And then they went on break to August. And then they came back, aired through October, took a smaller break, <laughs> came back for season six with that five episode like event series which started, I think, mid-November. Mm-hmm. And then we've been on break since, I think, like, December 14th. Um, and so it's just, like, these breaks between the seasons are larger, or between the episodes are kind of larger than we got accustomed to. And so it just makes it harder to predict, like, when's it going to come to Netflix? Because Riverdale is one of those shows that got such a bigger life once it dropped on Netflix. And that's kind of where it's built its audience. And still, I feel like it's more watched on Netflix than the CW in, like, main time, just because... So many people turn to streaming nowadays to get their shows. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that, you know, when it when they do drop a season, you know, we saw season five this fall. I think it was on the top 10 for quite a while. Obviously, that was a huge time of I think it was did it hit in early November, late October. But that was a huge time for Netflix. So I don't think that that it's really hard to track um, that kind of stuff. But it's still super popular on Netflix, probably, like you said, more than on the CW. So, I mean... If they do, let's see, 12 more episodes, there'll probably be a break in between. But, like, that's, like, July again. Um, if they do, and like, it's going to be weird. Like, do they do five, and then do they do eight, and then do they take, like, another mid-season break, and then do, like, another eight or whatever, and that gets you to, like, I don't know, 20-ish or something. Like, seven and seven gets you to 19. So, I have no idea. It's really, like, it could land pretty much from... May to June, probably June to like November, like depending on what they do with the season, right? On Netflix, it's it's going to be eight days after the season ends, but who knows when that will be now? Yeah, I'm really, I'm actually kind of hoping it is a shorter season if that helps them get back to like the regular scheduling pace. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like it has been great having like shows more throughout the year. Like we definitely saw that with the CW. I mean, they had shows last year airing in the summer when normally they have a few things, but not near as many like big titles. Um, And I mean, I enjoy that, but I like having like the basics, like the fall season, mid season shows, kind of have a better idea of like when shows will premiere and all that. And so I'm hoping we can kind of get back into that normal pacing just because it makes it so much easier to predict like when new seasons are going to come too. Yeah. And like when to expect, like I get behind on the shows 
that I'm not like really actively watching because the schedule is like made it so weird. Like usually I would watch a couple CW shows like a week and then it's like, oh, their finales are all like within two weeks apart or whatever. And you can kind of keep track. And then it kind of builds that anticipation through the summer, even though there were shows on before, but it wasn't like a lot of the big titles. And now it's kind of, I don't know. It's just wonky. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. What is it like small grapes compared to like the rest of everything else that's messed (laughs) up right now. But like, I just, just like when we're all yearning for some normalcy, it's like it would be great if that was on schedule, <laughs> but it's not. Um, speaking of things that are on schedule, no, I have no idea if Outer Banks is on schedule <laughs> or not, but we do have Outer Banks stuff to talk about. Should we get into it? Yes. Yeah, so I know I wish we had like a big update on like Outer Banks season three or even like season four. Like that would have definitely been a fun way to like cap in this episode. Um, but yeah, the big thing and it's interesting to me is that Elizabeth Mitchell has signed on to FBI International, which is the newest franchise in the FBI series on CBS. Um, I believe in a recurring role. Um, I don't think it was a series regular. Yeah, but she's recurring. joined. She's joined the cast there, and so it's like, what does this mean for season three? Because I think we kind of assumed that she'd have a bigger role in Outer Banks season three, just seeing how things went with last year um, or last season and how that ending, you know, in particular, kind of played out. Um, so what do you think? I, I feel like she'll still be involved, just maybe less than we anticipated. Yeah, I don't, it's very weird. Cause like, there's some people that have that theory that that the end scene in season two, which spoilers, if you haven't watched it, but I mean, if you're going to, you haven't watched it right now, what are you doing? Um, they, like, it was like a flashback rather than like a, this is all happening at the same time. So that would make more sense if she were, like, not going to be in season three after everything that happened. But, I mean, she's still looking for the thing that we always forget the name of. I think it's called The Shroud. Uh, but then, you know, if if she is supposed to be helping John B., which is what Big John asked her to do, right, that she would definitely have a bigger role or as big of a role, which would mean... I don't know. I guess that there's a lot of creative ways they could do it. I assume that the FBI show film... Uh, I don't actually know where that films. Do you know where it films? Um, I'm not sure where International is filmed. I'm pretty sure the the like, the like main FBI is filmed in New York. Um, yeah. But I'm not sure because I know that one's one that's like set abroad. So I'm not sure where they filmed that one. But I don't think it's stateside. And right. it's definitely, I don't think the same city or you know that's Outer Banks is filming. Right, so I think Outer Banks, rumor has it, when they do start production, it'll be in Barbados. Um, I think Barbados. I think it's Barbados. Uh, In February, which, unconfirmed, we don't know if that's true or not. But it makes sense because it's cold everywhere uh, in in South Carolina right now. So wait a couple more months before we get into... And then it's supposed to last to August. So, I mean, there's definitely enough time that she could fly in, do her stuff, bounce, go back to New York or wherever they're filming international. She's also, I noticed in the deadline report, um, signed on to a bunch of other shows. Like she's going to be in, I think it's called First Kill, which is a Netflix show. And she's not maybe not the lead, but one of the main cast. So that's another one that should be filming this year, I believe. So she's got a lot going on. However... I guess that it makes more sense that, like, she would be able to kind of pop in and out for the next couple months as opposed to, like, one of the Pogues, right? Who's probably going to be working maybe not every day, but, like, probably every month from here on out, right? 
Yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely, it makes more sense. Like, if it was a bigger member of the cast, I think there'd be cause for maybe concern of, like, what does this mean for their character? What does this mean for season three? Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely, it's <laughs> pun intended, it's all, like, shrouded in, you know, <laughs> mystery. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to affect season three's, like, timeline at all, which is kind of nice. And I feel like that's a perfect way to pivot into, like, another big mystery we keep talking about, which is the Stranger Things season four release date. We know summer... But as we've talked about before, summer is such a broad term, but the internet has its suspicions on a date. And I feel like this is a date we keep talking about. So I'm very like curious, is this just the internet talking again or could this be, you know, legit this time? Yeah. So I guess, so Dumois, the Instagram, um, gossip Instagram, they have shared a bunch of Stranger Things stuff over the, like, I don't know. I want to say years, but I don't know if it's been that long, at least within the last year that has been if not wrong, not right. <laughs> I guess it's the best way to put it. There's just been a lot of like speculation about the date, when it would drop, when it was going to be. We heard like March. Um, that obviously isn't happening. It's so the next thing that people were saying was like May 27th, which is, I believe, the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. There was another one posted recently. That was basically like, yeah, Stranger Things season four is coming out Memorial Day weekend. I, I'm just like looking at the calendar here and I'm like, why, if that were true, why would they wait until now? Like they haven't released that yet. So like if I would assume if we would, we're going to find out about six months ahead of time when the season's going to drop. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Maybe five months, which is probably July, which is kind of what we talked about, I think a few episodes ago when we were talking about it. Cause that was another rumored release date it was like July 1st or July 15th. I can't remember which one it was, but um, somewhere around there seems a lot more likely to me again, speculation here. God, I feel like I should say that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's, I mean, it makes sense that everyone's speculating one of these two big holiday weekends. Um, Cause I mean, why wouldn't Netflix drop it on a holiday weekend? Like I feel like doing so would give it even more of a bump than it's already going to have. Like, People are going to watch this no matter when they choose. Um, I mean, they can choose a random day in the middle of the week and people would drop everything just to binge the show because the fans have been waiting so long for this new season. Um, I'm kind of with you. I don't know the May, that Memorial Day weekend date. I mean, I'd like it if it came that early. I think a lot of fans would be happy if it came, you know, sooner than later into the summer. I just don't know. Like the rumors, there's nothing too, you know, concrete to make me excited. Like, okay, this is maybe happening. Um... But I mean, it is it is fun keeping up with the rumors and just seeing like what other places and, and that are, you know, tossing out there. Yeah. Like, so we all are in the same boat of just like tossing things at the wall, theorizing anything we see, like the clocks. I remember when like the different trailers, <laughs> like how many times everyone's like, OK, the clock hands were pointing at these numbers. So what does this mean? It's, yeah, it's um, 1210. It's coming on December 10th. <laughs> we're pretty sure that's true. It's like, all right. Like, yeah, it is. It's so crazy, though, that like we were at this time last year, I think we're like. Let's see. I'm trying to remember right. They had just started production, basically, and we're like starting to get rolling. And we were like, okay, like it's for sure coming, you know, maybe at the latest, like summer or fall. And then it's just like <laughs> we've been so wrong. Everyone has been so wrong. I feel like is the the big takeaway here. And Netflix is just gonna do what they want to do with the season now. Um, if you follow a lot of like the big fan accounts, like a lot of them are kind of saying similar to what we're saying like it could happen but also 
why hold your breath at this point that any of the dates that have been shared are accurate just based on how many have been thrown around over the last like three years i guess i don't know it's been too long to count this is really like the takeaway there with with this but one that we had a little bit of a wait for but not near as long as stranger things is is bridgerton um, i know there was a lot of people were hoping we'd kind of see season two drop christmas uh 2021 of course just because of the production they weren't able to get it there but we know it's coming end of march and now we recently got our first looks at the new season and some teaser images um so i feel like this is twofold do we think a teaser could be coming soon i think yes we've already talked about this and are gonna go further into it uh, but i think the other takeaway before that is just what the images kind of teased and the big thing being we saw um phoebe denver uh, denover back as daphne bridgerton in mm-hmm. the shots um, i think she was in maybe one with anthony she may have been in a second one. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know there was at least one of her and Anthony. Um, so kind of confirms she will be back. We we knew this. It was just kind of like a question still, of like, is this actually happening? Um, and then we also saw some shots of like Simone Ashley and Jonathan Bailey as Kate and Anthony. The buzz is growing. And I feel like now that we've got images, we're getting closer to that teaser. So we kind of teed it up on like the last episodes about the Super Bowl. Are we doubling down on that? I will double, I'm going to triple, quadruple down. I. It's just like, it's just lining up for like a perfect opportunity. I would be, at this point, It's. I'm like 90-10 that it will happen during the Super Bowl. Just because, like, I don't know, Netflix wants a little bit of buzz. We've got like, you know, Ozark dropped on Netflix today. There's some good stuff coming in February. But, like, Bridgerton, I feel like, is going to be, like, that first show. I guess you could say Ozark is. But, really, Bridgerton will be the first show that, like, brings everyone to Netflix this year, I think. You could make an argument for Love is Blind, but I think that that's in, like, a more negative way. I think people are really excited (laughs) about Bridgerton Season 2. And so then I start kind of thinking, like, what's the... What's, like, the holdup now? So, we got, about a month ago, the release date was announced with like the teaser we're two months away from the season almost like 60 days so usually this is the time when netflix starts to do something with teaser stuff the trailers usually drop a little bit closer like i think that you mentioned it last time we talked about this was like two weeks before they dropped the full official trailer but that was before really anyone knew what bridgerton was i feel like now that they know like that February, when is the Super Bowl? It's like February 5th or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's like right in line with like when we would expect six weeks or so before the new season would drop um, that we'd get like a full trailer or something like that. Or just like the first official teaser. I just don't know why you would hold it and like go images first. Usually like we're like they do share a first look, but like Maybe not now. Maybe they would do first look and like a little video. I guess we technically have already seen the first look video that was at To Doom, which was just the first scene with um, Kate and Anthony meeting. I think it was their meet cute moment that was not so cute. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. Where are you at? Yeah, I agree. I mean, we are still seeing Netflix keeping with like the two week mark for trailers. We know Virgin River, uh, not Virgin River, Sweet Magnolia's trailer um, dropped today. And of course, it releases on February 4th. Um, so, of course, two weeks out. I just am convinced that they're going to do something at Super Bowl. Maybe it's not the full trailer, but something. 
Um, and I could say, you know, maybe they do it another night, like on one of like the, the championship games leading up to the big game, but they don't have the luxury of being partnered with one of the networks. Um, like Disney Plus was able to leverage the Monday Night Football game on ABC mm-hmm. to drop Moon Knight's trailer because they knew it was going to be a big audience. It's, a, you know, a brand owned by Disney. So it was, all you know, obvious, like, why wouldn't you take advantage of being the host of this, knowing it's going to get good ratings and you're not going to have to pay the huge ad spot. Netflix doesn't have that luxury. So I think if they want to advertise and promote a show like this, it's got to be the Super Bowl. I don't see it happening on like a, just a championship game. Um, so fingers crossed we'll get something soon on that one. Yeah, and I guess it's hard. Like, how do you feel about this show? Because I feel like Stranger Things is like the Netflix show that can like steal a day of the week. If like they roll, they say the night before, tune in at 9 a.m. Eastern or whatever on this day that people will kind of drop what they're doing and tune in to see what the trailer is or when the release date is, etc. Do you think that Bridgerton, I, I feel like that it does have that, but I like, what do you think? Does it have that? Like if they didn't want to spend the money during the Super Bowl, could they just drop it whenever? And it would have like that same buzz. I don't know. I'm, I go back and forth. I, I mean, I think it would. Um, maybe not to the scale yet that Stranger Things does, just because mm-hmm. it is Stranger Things. Um, but, I mean, this show really became a breakout hit. It's got passionate fans. I mean, like, just when they released the images this week, I mean, everyone was sharing them, retweeting them, reacting to different stuff, speculating about what the little teases may, you know, mean. And, and it's not a show that definitely doesn't lean as much into spoilers, per se, as, like, Stranger Things. Right. Um so I definitely think this is a show Netflix could, in theory, like hype it up, tell fans like it's coming, something's coming this date, um, and they'd eagerly, you know, count down. I know they've done that with like some other things too, with like launching on YouTube, like a little countdown reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, so the debut, like I could easily see Bridgerton being something like that, and people showing up in, you know, you know, the thousands to, you know, view that once it dropped, and then the word of mouth just continuing from there. Yeah. That's a good point. So if we're wrong about this, that they'll probably just do that and be like, we have the network of like connection. We can like stretch it out. My thing is, is like, I think that they did, they did share a Stranger Things spot during the Olympics. So the Super Bowl is obviously bigger than that. So maybe we'll, uh, you know, hit that Bridgerton and Stranger Things trailer. That'd be a lot of money for Netflix, but we all know that they have it. Especially when they're raising prices. Uh, <laughs> well, I we're guess not bitter it, about that, right? <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. It's just part of business. Uh, part of the gig. Uh, let's see. I guess anything else on Bridgerton before we move on? I feel like that people are... I don't know. I don't know if it's really hit yet that it's coming in two months. Like, I don't... I just... I know that the buzz is there when they share, like the images and stuff like that. But I'm just wondering about like the people who aren't on Twitter like us, do they, do they know yet? And I'm like, I don't know if they know yet. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like this is one that's getting that buzz. Like I I feel, I don't want to (laughs) like put my foot in my mouth by saying, but like, I feel like this is one that's got like word of mouth too with like the Facebook group and audience, Uh, like different demographics there. The Facebook Um, poems. Yeah. yeah, That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was thinking that you said it. Uh, but I really do feel like that's one of those shows that, I mean, had that, it kind of came in and had like the appeal Like people were like, oh, you know, the, the people who had read the books, um, you know, you know, were maybe in that older demographic and like, were very excited, but it really came in this whole new younger audience discovered the show 
and now are going back and reading the books that the show's based on. And so it's one of those ones that I really think did a great job of hitting its target audience, but breaking into this platform that I don't think Netflix really fully anticipated they'd be able to have the success at the level they did. Um, which this next show we're going to talk about kind of, I feel like, paved the way for a show like Bridgerton, which is Virgin River. Another really popular, successful, and one of our favorites. Um, kind of like the rom-com based off of a book series. Um, and we have a good update on season four, right? Yeah, so Martin Henderson, um, he's been sharing stuff, I want to say, as like back when they started filming season four, which was August. But he shared, it looked like an up, like a, like he was doing some ADR work. Um, we know that they wrapped in like November, early December. Uh, but if he's doing that now, you would assume that production, I mean, it's like basically all but done. That's really like one of the last steps, I believe, in the post-production process is kind of getting, making sure the sound and everything is good. They've probably cut up the season. They're ready to roll, uh, with all of that. So, that's a very positive sign because it's only January and it kind of opens the like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, what the expression is, but open the door. Yeah, it does open the door. There we go. Uh, for a lot of speculation about when is this actually going to drop? We've heard that it's a summer series, like summer season. Will they really hold true to that and release it in the summer? And does summer mean like April, May, like we talked about? Um, I don't know. I'm. I think that they would. You know, Sweet Magnolia is in February. Bridgerton end of March. April's probably out. At earliest would be like May. Um, that they could. But if it's done, it's done. I don't know. What do you think? I I'm just convinced the new season's going to come in July. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm convinced they're going to stick with that timeline. It worked really really well last season. Um, had a lot of success dropping in July. It's kind of one of the bigger shows in the month that, uh, and I just, I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to just stick with the July release. They could change it up. This is one we had seen moved around. Of course, it had kind of been in the fall, the first two seasons, and then they moved it to July last year. Um, but just after seeing how well it performed, I just feel like that seems like a perfect spot to slot it in right in the middle of the summer. Um, so I'll be shocked if they, they bump it sooner. I'd like to see it sooner. Like, of course, I want the new season as quick as we can get it. I just, my gut's telling me July is where they're going to stick with it. Yeah, I was trying to see, I was trying to do a, a quick bit of research to see if um, it cracked the top 10 for the year on Netflix. I don't think it did. But that was like one, I feel like it's got to be right on the line with that July date. Because it was so popular then. And it, it was, I think it interrupted Manifest's like run, right? Like it was... It it was close, at least, if it didn't. Um, But I think it stopped Manifest from breaking the streaming record on Netflix with its, like, early July release date. So, I don't know. That's To do that, I feel like, is pretty impressive. And so, it's kind of just, like, I would expect a similar thing moving forward, you know? Yeah, I'm almost certain you're right about it breaking Manifest's record. Because I think it was, like, right on the cusp of doing, like, breaking the record. And then Virgin River dropped and shot right to the top of the chart. Um, and I feel like it stayed there for pretty much, I think the whole month maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just, I think we're looking at maybe it could change if we do see, you know, stranger things coming in July around, you know, the 4th of July weekend, would they want to drop Virgin river in the same month that stranger things is coming? I don't know. Um, 
But I mean, that could definitely be something to watch that if Stranger Things does come Memorial Day weekend, maybe Virgin River is what's coming for the July weekend. Right. I So I just, I found, there's a Forbes article and it's uh, a TV time study. Sorry, there's lots of pop-ups. But it looks like Virgin River is number 20 on the most streamed shows of 2021. Um, it's not just Netflix. It's got a lot of Disney stuff, WandaVision, The Handmaid's Tale from Hulu, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But it's like behind... Um, Let's see, what other Netflix shows? It's behind Bridgerton, although that didn't drop this year. But, like, Cobra Kai, The Crown, also didn't drop this year. Um, Sex Education, You, Elite, Squid Game, Money Heist, Lucifer. Lucifer tops the list, though, which is interesting because everyone was saying that uh, Squid Game was the biggest show. But I guess if you look at, like, the full year rather than, like, this quick snapshot of what Netflix does for, like, the first four weeks or whatever, that Lucifer, number one. Yeah, I just so want to we, say from the Lucifer fans listening, it was always number one in my book, so <laughs> I knew it. It's just now we have the the pen to paper proof that Forbes did say this. I mean, I get the Squid Game hype, but 2021 was like the year for Lucifer fans. And I mean, we had two two batches of episodes, mm-hmm. the final season. Like, I wasn't surprised when I saw that. Like, Tom Ellis recently shared it on his feed. And I'm like, this doesn't surprise me. Like, I know these fans. I know how passionate they were. I know how excited we were to cover both batches of the episode and just talk about it so often. Um, and I feel like this is a good like segue into the, our final like talking point, which is the besties. Um, we do. Which... We do have the besties coming up. So it's the Netflix Life Awards, basically. Beginning January 24th, Netflix Life's going to be celebrating the, big, the best and brightest in Netflix with a week dedicated to all its shows, movies, and actors that we couldn't stop talking about in 2021. So you can join us all week long to hand out awards for the biggest Netflix titles, actors, uh, and actors to find out who will win the first annual. Is it an annual thing, do you think? First annual besties? Can we call it that? Yeah, I'm manifesting. This is going to be uh, <laughs> this is gonna be an annual event. And I think it's, it's something we've long wanted to do, kind of just celebrating the best of Netflix. And so just some highlights like fans can look forward to. Of course, we're going to have our, our best movie and best show of the year. Um, we also will be throwing a little bit of shade with the most likely movie to win a Razzie this year, uh, <laughs> celebrating, of course, our couples, you know, best love triangle, most toxic couple, because we have to, you know, throw a little bit of shade and honor those that we love to hate. Um, and then we're also going to do a Netflix Lifetime uh, Achievement Award, the best fans, and just so much more in between. They're just really celebrating everything that is Netflix, all of the shows, movies, actors, everything we love talking about. And, you know, sprinkling in a look at what's to come in 2022 with some predictions about what's going to be the actor, you know, that's prime for the breakout year, um, what shows, you know, might we be looking for and have like the biggest potential to be that next big hit. And so it should just be a fun week celebrating everything we love, um, which I feel like anytime you're passionate about what it is, it just bleeds into the awards. And um, we promise to have some diversity on like some, you know, other awards, Golden Globes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was going to say that if Outer Banks needs to win, let's see, (laughs) at least a few of these awards, not the Razzie or Toxic Couple, although there might be a few Toxic Couples in Outer Banks. I don't know. Um, let's see. So I guess that's all the time that we have for today. Any last thoughts, Cody? Um, just that I know we pre-recorded, you know, a February highlights show, but, um, it's been such a, a fun ride hosting the podcast with you and. 
best of luck, you know, in this new endeavor. And uh, we'll keep our Outer Banks flag flying. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, yeah, it's been really fun. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I know that we've got a lot of bad jokes uh, thrown at you at, over the last, I don't know, year plus. So uh, thanks for sticking with us, though. And uh, yeah, tune in to the next episode. It's going to be about the February new releases. We already recorded that. So um, see you guys later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.